This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. What can you tell us about Danny's, I mean, we got the medical update yep. a couple weeks behind, but what more can you tell us about kind of how this happened and uh, where he's at right so now? So how it happened is that he was just going through normal off-season uh, throwing and he just felt some, some soreness in there, so we got it checked out and he's got some inflammation or irritation in there and um, so we'll shut him down for a little bit, but he's now back throwing and, um, but he's a little bit behind the other guys. Are you okay about the start of regular season? Uh, we're not sure. I think the thing we're focused on right now is just making sure that Danny's ready to contribute for the bulk of the season the way we all know he's capable of. And if that's opening day, great. If it's later than that, that's fine. I think what we want to make sure we do is take the long view and try to get the most out of Danny for the bulk of the season. How nice is it to have, I mean, for either one of you, if something like this happens with a guy of that caliber, to have the depth of the rotation that you do have where, you know, this is, that's a setback, but. Mm-hmm the depth of arms is, is in pretty good shape for you guys. Yeah, I think it's what, you know, each club in the major leagues sometimes struggles with. But, you know, our organization has done a good job and, you know, whether it be in the draft or identifying free agents that, um, you know, we feel like uh, we can move forward. Obviously, uh, Danny can be a special pitcher, and, and um, we're looking forward to when he can, you know, resurface in the rotation. But to have that depth um, at the outset is huge. I think it's important, Jordan, we've talked about it a lot to build on what Carl said. We know we're going to need more than five starters to get through a year. We have to always seek to build a roster and an organization that's deep enough to withstand any setbacks guys may have because you know, there, there's no team or very few teams that go through a major league season with five or six starters. So we'll always look to try to build that group eight or nine deep. And we do feel fortunate in the fact that we not only have, you know, a depth of guys, but quality depth too, and guys that can step in and contribute and help us win. Carl, now that you've got a chance to see some of these arms firsthand, I know we talked back at Tribe Fest about how excited you were to get here, but now that you're seeing these guys in bullpens and stuff like that, how nice is it? No, Careful but, with yeah. what you say here. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, come on. <laughs> <laughs> were you trying to bait him into that answer? Uh, okay. There's I a mean, backstory it, it, there. It's not a surprise. I mean, um, you know, I, I've seen you know, this rotation from across the field now for, for three years. And, um, you know, we feel good about them. The thing about it is we, you can't take anything for granted. We have to go through the process of spring training, particularly here early on, you know, to get these guys ready. Um, it's a long season, uh, but certainly, you know, we're happy with, uh, with the names on the backs of, of several of them. Actually, all of them. What's this been like for you being back in a you know, honestly, it's been even um, more than I anticipated. I guess I was a little leery of, you know, coming back. Um, however, uh, I think really just 
with ownership, the front office, the people here that I have worked with before on the field and in the front office, um, it, it really is much like coming home. I mean, the job is still the job. There are still expectations. You have to do what's best for the players each and every day. But I think there is maybe a little bit more of a comfort level just because of the relationships and the communication that has been established from a number of years ago in some, some cases. When you're looking at these early bullpen sessions, what, what are you looking for? I mean, is it guys not going too hard out of the chute? I mean, yeah, you know, we, we've um, probably overstated to the guys already. No one's going to make the team, you know, the first couple of days. Um, I think more than anything else, uh, while they have told us where they're at and how much work they've done, obviously we haven't been able to physically see that. So to see them on the mound and see where they really are physically. Um, you know, that's all we're looking for, where their arm strength is, where their delivery is, uh, and knowing that, you know, with each and every one of them, there's going to be some adjustments, some work to be done as we go forward. But they've all done a good job in the coming in and, uh, and being ready for spring training. I told Clevenger he was the loudest one on the mound today. Yeah, I don't know that he can really throw easy. <laughs> it's, it's hard for a pitcher to pitch easy, but... Um, you know, he, he's doing his best to stay under control, and, you know, we, we like what comes out of his hand. You guys have been so good and so close for the last couple of years. What's the uh, expectation this year? What's the, what's the hope? Uh, I think have a similar approach. Just try to win each night's game, be one run better than the other team, and hopefully when we look up at the end of the year, that's, we've done that enough times to have a chance to make the postseason and, and go from there. So... I mean, every season we start with a goal and, and hope and expectation of trying to win a World Series, and that's no different this year. Is there any, any at all sense of unfinished business? You guys have been, you know, 2016 so close, last year so close, too. Um, is that a bad place? Uh, yeah, I think each year is different. There's nothing we can do about what's happened in the past, but I know we have a group of people that are collectively committed to doing everything possible to try to make sure we're the last team standing at the end. And we fully recognize and appreciate how hard a journey that is, but there's nothing we can do about October and March or February. We need to take care of what's in front of us today and do the work to prepare to have a you know, successful day to day and that'll lead to success down the road. With so many free agents still out there, are you still, is there still an opportunity here to potentially supplement what you guys have or you we'll always be open-minded um, if there are opportunities for us to improve and it makes sense whether that's trades or free agency we'll that's that's part of our responsibility to continue to look to do that but i don't think there will be any sort of significant financial investment if that's the direction you were headed chris what's the it's my first day i don't know if you can it's okay um Brantley, what's the latest? Yeah, uh, Bart sent out the oh, medical right. release, and yeah. So, ju yeah, just, I mean, that's all we really have at this point, and that he's progressed well, met every uh, benchmark across the way this offseason, and is now, he's throwing, he's, he's hitting, and he's running kind of in straight lines. So we'll know more as he tests his ankle out more and progresses to turning and cutting and, you know, kind of quick movements, and then we'll have a better sense of timetable from there. We've asked this last year with Brant regards to Brantley too, but just how important is it to stress that opening day is not, you know, that's not the, uh, it doesn't yeah. have to be. The right. We, and similar to Danny, we want to make sure we're taking a longer view. The thing we are most focused on is how do we have 
the best version of Michael Brantley for as much of the season as possible. And if that's opening day, great. If it's not, that's fine too. As we saw last year, he's certainly, when he's healthy, he's still a really good player. And um, we're looking forward to Michael contributing it that way in that way for us for you know, whenever he's ready to go. Will Kipnis get outfield work early on, or is he going to? I'll defer those comments for right now until we get to the position players. But right now, we'll focus on second base. Just want to yeah. wait on some yeah. of those. Sure. Which puts Jose at third? What's that? Which puts Jose at third, obviously. That would, yeah. Jason's playing the majority of second. The great thing, I mean, both guys have such extraordinary mindsets, and that you know, Jose is a guy who's now been in the top five of. <laughs> the MVP voting, and he said, all I want to do is play baseball and do whatever it is to help the team. If that's at second base, if that's at third base, if that's somewhere else, just tell me and I'll play there. And then we saw what Kip did last year in the middle of a, you know, playing some really meaningful games for us. He was willing to go out and try to learn a position that he hadn't played in a really long time. And, you know, when you have guys that have that mindset, it gives us the opportunity to try to build, to build successful teams. Chris, not always that way. With big leaders, right? I mean, some guys yeah, it's not. That. <clears throat> yeah, it's. A, I mean, we're and Tito talks about this all the time. That it's about you know the collective group coming together to win games and just finding a way to help the team win. And that's all of our first priorities. And we have a group of players that have bought into that mindset. And whether that's you know we've talked about Kip and uh, Jose, but Josh Tomlin saying, "Hey, I'll pitch. I'll pitch wherever you want me to pitch. If you want me to pinch run, if you want me to pinch hit, if you want me to." <laughs> bring the balls in, <laughs> he'll do whatever just to try to help the team win. And when you've got a lot of guys, or Cody, what he did last year when Andrew was getting a lot of work saying, hey, I'll step in and I don't care about the saves, I'll pitch when you need me, or Andrew having a similar mindset. When you've got a group of guys that approach things that way, it's it's really fun to be a part of. Is it nice for you to see Cody Anderson getting yeah. kind of back on that comeback track? That was one of the cool meetings, just for Cody to see the light at the end of the tunnel. He's been through a lot. Um, and he's now seeing the end of that that rehab process, and will be able to get on a mound uh, Saturday, right? Yeah, Saturday. Seven. So um, I know he's really looking forward to it. He's putting in a lot of work to get to that point. The organization's thoughts on Terry and his father. I know it's a yeah, time for him. he's a special individual. Not only um, was he an important player for our franchise, but he was universally respected, liked, and admired. Uh, you couldn't. You know, every time he walked into a room, he had a smile and an effective energy, and, and you couldn't help but enjoy the time with him. And the way in which he told stories and connected with people was one, you know, some mer memories that I'll cherish over the last five years that I've got a chance to know him. And then um, to see the bond that he, that, that Tito and his dad had, and the way in which they were able to continue to connect over baseball and the memories that they shared, whether it was over the phone talking about games after they happen or on uh, Tito's visits to the ballpark to catch up. It's, um, you know, there'll be a lot of memories that we all cherish. Nice to see Tito out today. Just, I mean, yeah. in his, in his he'll element. He'll tell you he's most comfortable yeah. at, on a baseball field and in a baseball clubhouse. And that's really, you know, where he wants to be and where he's at is where he's happiest. So um, a really difficult time for him and an emotional time given the relationship he had with his dad, but um, you know, he, he really enjoyed being on the field today. The, uh, <coughs> the 22 game winning streak, or the, the long winning streak, I lost track of. 22. 22. Yeah. 
when you're going through it, it's hard. It's hard to describe that. But now that you've had a winner, <coughs> to, to think about it, how how was that? How was how did you think? It's a great accomplishment. I mean, I think the thing that it reminds me of is the mentality and approach that our staff and our players have each and every day. It doesn't matter what happened the night before, just go out that night and try to win a game. And when you go back and play out those, or replay those 22 games, I think what you see is it's different guys contributing each night to find a way to help the team win. And I think that kind of embodied the team approach that we had last year and the same mindset and approach we'd like to have this year. But it's a surreal experience to go through because you know, we're conditioned over the course of a baseball season to, you know, you have a loss, you kind of wake up the next morning, you have a little bit of a hangover from the loss, you have to shake it off and then prepare for that day. And to not have that feeling of waking up in the morning after a loss for three and a half for four weeks, close to four weeks, that's not something we experience very often. So I think that was a little bit surreal as we were going through it. Carl's guaranteed we will beat that this year. So I, 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 I was part of kicking off that streak, as a matter of fact. Yeah, I, I think you were. <laughs> Chris Sale, right? Yeah, right, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was uh, the Red Sox first game of the streak. Yeah, that's right. Indians might have cost Sale to Cy Young. We had some good at-bats against him. Yeah, yeah. Some, you did. Yeah. Let's do it again. Yeah, I'm worried, yeah exactly, right there with you. <laughs>